This Breaking Views podcast is sponsored by Refinitiv. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Rogers News. Is there a better way to signal the end of the hydrocarbon era than by flipping a thousand foot oil tanker vertically from the sea to create the world's largest sculpture? Not according to Dustin Yellen, the artist behind the project called The Bridge. It's been a couple of weeks since Dustin announced his vision to upend a tanker, the most visible symbol of the fossil fuels era. It may sound grandiose, even a bit wacky, but already he's fielding real offers. And he's working with some big name engineers and architectural experts. The logistics of standing a 50,000 ton object straight up from the water aren't simple. Neither are the regulatory approvals and local permissions that will need to be obtained. And it's going to cost a small fortune, though Dustin won't reveal just how much. Either way, Dustin is confident he can get it done, and he's determined that the project, with an observation deck attracting millions of visitors, will pay for itself and even create funds that can be used for conservation purposes. Anyway, give a listen to my chat with Brooklyn artist Dustin Yellen. Dustin, thanks for having me here. So it was like a couple weeks ago, you came out, unveiled this extraordinary idea of taking a 1,000 foot super tanker and kind of putting it up vertically from the ocean as a kind of, I don't know, some people might call it a, a middle finger to the hydrocarbons era. Um, I sort of think it is this bastion that we're going to get through that era and we're going to think of these things as relics of the past. Um, but before we get to talking about that, like what's been the response? How have people responded to your idea? The response is, has been better than I would have imagined, actually. I, I, th- I thought people to think it crazy. And there's been a real welcoming feeling. as uh, and, and the impossibility of the project now seems even more possible and real than it was before. So it's, it's kind of exciting. And, and, and the engineers and architects were all kind of really working hard on you know, logistics and economics and engineering and different possibilities depending on geographies. I mean, the th- the, you, you, when we uh, talked about it a couple of weeks ago, um, you were sort of open to where it might be. You know, we're here in Brooklyn looking out at uh, the New York City Harbor. You could imagine it out there, potentially. You could imagine. But, you know, I think in, in the piece that I wrote, we talked about Oslo. We talked about Venice. We talked about yeah. Los Angeles. Are you hearing from all over the world? I've, heard, I've been hearing quite a bit from, from a, a few different places around the world and and a lot of and a lot more interest than i anticipated out of the gate and so right now we're kind of just in discussions with different different people about these different options right. and and at the same time moving forward with with the thought partners on on how it will happen how much it will have cost to happen the engineering right. all the all that really important detail work. What was the, well, let's go back. I mean, you, uh, the inspiration for this mm. came sort of after Superstorm Sandy, didn't mm. it? I mean, what was your thinking? Why, why take a super tanker and stick it upright? Well, I think it, it, it is, a, it is uh, this, you know, there's a, a, a few different lenses to look through on that. Uh, this is a sort of one of the key symbols and instruments of the hydrocarbon economics and an, and an era of, of fossil fuels right. that probably would not have been possible without this particular technology. So that's, right. you know, the idea of the ready-made, this thing is, you know, the idea of the relic that looking ahead a hundred years, the, all of these ships will be cut to steel. There'll be new ways that we're using energy. None of these boats will be left. So to sort of preserve one, um, 
you know, Fitzcarraldo and the sort of the, impossi- oh, yeah, the impossibility, yeah. the, uh, the idea of impossibility. Uh, there's been a lot of different ideas, the idea, you know, and then, you know, obviously people have looked at it, you know, the bridge, which is the seat of control, really. Mm-hmm. And so to render the seat of control powerless and then turn that into an observation deck looking into the future the idea of the bridge in itself you know this whole bridge from this era of hydrocarbons to whatever's which is next. truly the symbol of yeah. this pro is is this project yeah. is, is is a bridge from from the industrial revolution and celebrating the ingenuity and progress that fossil fuels allowed with the advent of the automobile and the aircraft and 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 the industrial revolution but also then you know realizing that that's not tenable when you're moving from a population of of a billion people to to 10 billion people right, and right. and and a worth that and an earth that's becoming uninhabitable by those humans because of the ecological disaster and because of carbon and yeah that. i mean you obviously have a very strong view about um about you know global heating and sort of what the, the need for man to do something you know to to change its ways as it were so that we don't end up with you know three five degree whatever uh, degrees change in cell in 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 climate uh temperatures which would obviously be uh, render the earth uninhabitable um but i mean how does this symbolically help to push us forward well i think this is uh i think that the idea of one two three four five degree warming is very difficult for humans to understand because the scale is so massive and and the idea of you know a city like miami being rendered unlivable and the idea of a city you know like beijing where you can't breathe the air or you know oceans rising at such a rate or or, or areas of the earth becoming uninhabitable because of the temperature being too warm by just two three four degrees which which is huge it's hard for people to understand that they can do something about it. It's hard to even just understand that. Yeah. That sort of. Girth. I mean, this would be a reminder. And this would be everybody. this would be a lens and a symbol mm. to get people thinking about it at scale. It would also be an education tool because of the idea of observation decks and the, uh, the almost the idea of a tourist attraction where where any family gets to bring their kids up to the top of a thousand foot boat. Those folks could not even believe in warming. But they still right. want to go to the top of the boat. Yeah. So how would it work? So let's 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 just try to. I've seen some of your sketches, and I'm sure that's all iterative, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, based on what's doable and all that kind of stuff. But you know, this idea was that there would be a part of this that's didactic, right? That you'd you would come in and you'd have to kind of you'd be faced with the realities of 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 climate change through any number of sort of. I don't know. There, we would use we would things. use like we would use satellites to show real time changes in the in the in the oceans in the forests ecological shifts happening all the data around species extinction plastics uh, you know basically the whole visitor experience is is to make climate science legible Uh, so by the time you've gotten to the top of the boat you've understood that and then i think the a really important piece is that the 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 economics you know the idea behind the economics, which is that if a family of five is paying, you know, 30 bucks each or 150 bucks to go up to the top, that money or a great portion of that is going straight back to conservation and policy because, so it becomes like your, your crowdfunding and you're creating participation writ large of 
the people who visit right, right. in the act of conservation. Well, so it's sort of so it's it's sort of sustainability. I mean, which is you know it's about economics as much as anything else. It's not just about our sustaining our lives here. It's also you know the great argument is always between economics and sustainability, and then actually there isn't shouldn't well, be an argument. Well, that's why you know there's a bunch of studies coming out now that show not switching over to renewables will create such an economic downfall. It's just we have to look out of forward a few decades which is hard for folks to do but the but the but the, the economics actually should be one of the the driving forces uh for us to create infrastructural changes yeah. at scale to renewables and so so how many you get how many visitors you think you can get coming to this i mean it depends where it is, geography guess, is, yeah. a, is a is a a a big part of that we we think uh right now we're we're working on you know a four million person a year capacity so. Okay, so four million at you know X, and then op- minus operating costs equals the F- amount that 50, you can put towards fifty to hundred million a year in revenue, right? And then depending on how the actual uh, funding happened to do the project, the breakdown, the more philanthropy that helps to put the boat up means more of that revenue goes straight into conservation and policy. So what's, where are you on the logistics of this thing? I mean, this is, this is the, the I don't know what feedback you've heard. What people, most people go, wait, how do you do that? I mean, well, you know, you can't, there's no crane that'll do it. There's, it, so how, how does it, how would it actually work? Well, it depends if we do it somewhere on a coast with the right uh, depth of the ocean, there's the potential to just literally flip it up using water and using, you know, sinking it and then pumping oh, right. it out. And then yeah, exactly. And then connecting it to a concrete gravity structure and whatnot. There, there's also, uh, you know, the way you build these boats is in, in pieces and sections. So you could so sectionalize them and then rebuild them precisely. vertically. So we're looking at all of the, you know, and we're looking at vertical versus a 15 degree angle. Uh, yeah. I've seen some sketches that show the angle sort of almost like leaning tower of Pisa type thing, which what? I actually really like, but again, this is that is, more complicated. We're working on figuring out. And so you've got, questions. who's working when you say we, when I say we, uh, BRK Ingalls group. So big yeah. architecture and Arab engineering are my thought partners on this. And these are the guys who did like, uh, Arab, I think did the Sydney opera house or something. You know, they've been around for ages and yeah, many, many, BRK many. Engel, I think they're doing something in the world trade center. Big. Yeah. They've done countless projects. So any idea how much this is going to run? You know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say right now because it would be, uh, pulling, butterflies out of the sky uh you know i don't want to say yeah, lots of money but and there and, and yeah. i imagine enough any one philanthropist could come along and finance it you never know one yeah of those billionaire types i think i think it, it could easily be done by a small group of these folks and then it's perfect because then the entire monument all of the proceeds would be going to protections and to conservation which is what would happen in a perfect world right so right. depending on how this thing is is uh Capitalized will depend on its, its its economic outcomes for protections. Yeah, ideally, it's you don't have to pay anyone back, and everything goes straight for the protections. That, that would, would be the dream. Yeah, but we would need some very visionary. So, what's your philanthropist? Yeah, so, let's say like you've got those philanthropists listening right now. What would you tell like I don't know the the Tom Steyers and the Mike Bloomberg's and people like that who show an interest in conservation? Well, and- I would say that they should come over here and have a tea to learn about the project because I think. You know, we've done a, a whole lot of work around it, and and I think that climate is the most press, pressing issue of our of our time, and that this will help bring attention to it at scale. It'll help educate people at scale, and it create an economic 
engine that is not just the philanthropists, but the people paying for conservation and learning as they're paying in a crowdfunding sort of scaled way. So, so I would say to all those folks that, that we should all have a coffee to learn about why this project makes so much sense. And, and what's the timing? How, when, when do you, I mean, do you have an, an idea about when you'd like this? I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm of the essence. As soon as possible. Yeah, as soon as possible. So. <laughs> before, the, uh, before we're underwater. Precisely, yeah. <laughs> now, you're a, you know, by day, you are, of course, a, uh, an artist. Uh, yeah. you're, we're here in, in your, in, well, in the studios are next door to Pioneer Works, where we are now. Um, what, uh, what was the inspiration? Like, where did, like, you know, you're doing your sculpture, which is, you know, glass, three-dimensional. This, well, the, is this the, the, an extension well, of that? I, I mean, I think that every, I mean, the studio practice makes very descriptive artworks about climate and technology and, and, and Pioneer Works is an institute that's a, a, a prescriptive measure that, that, that uses culture uh, to, to bring people together to think around these ideas across disciplines and to make uh, the arts and sciences accessible to everyone. And so, so everything I do kind of, it, it's all part of the same thing. This is, again, this is its own project that's very much specifically about climate. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, what, what, talk, tell me about a little about Pioneer Works. I mean, it's sort of, it's, it's separate. It's a, it's its own uh, nonprofit. It's its own nonprofit uh, that is kind of looking at our current models for education and cultural production and uh, the commons and trying to to build a new model that is scalable f- where people can come and, and build community and learn and and get access to the greatest minds of a generation in a way that's free for everyone. So we had the team here this week who did the black hole photograph from the Event Horizon Telescope. You know, we've had... George Church here and Sadako no, I mean, you, yeah, it seems to be multidisciplinary, but sort of art, obviously, but also but also technology, science, science music, literature. It's really a it's a whole new model for how people can learn and and kids can get access and also can move their ceiling of what they think is possible because they get access to the process. Where you know we have a very comprehensive residency program and classes and school programs and uh, and it gives folks access to the studio or to the recording studio or to the coding right. or to like the studio robotics. right now. Yes. Right. Right. Let me go back to the bridge for a second. I mean, what criticisms have you heard? What, you know, what, what sort of, you know, you know, I've gotten a couple of people ask, Oh, is this virtue signaling? Is this real? Uh, how do they get it done? I mean, how do you answer people who sort of think, Oh, you know, what does an artist know about, you know, t- you know, this kind of a project? Well, I mean, what's left if you go back 300 years or five i mean art is kind of what's left right. uh, art is the th- and 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 so this this issue isn't about artists or or folks who are doing business or this is about everybody so yeah. uh i mean the criticism has just been a lot of question unless it's it's criticism because folks think we need to stay on fossil fuels for the the rest of time. Well, there, there the, are people there, who there, do believe that. Of there course. will be that kind of I don't criticism. think you can, that's worth addressing. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, the only other criticism, criticism I think that you could get, and I have been self-critical of this of idea is, well, if the project ends up costing four to $500 million, is that the way to deploy capital when there's so many uses for it? Uh, and the answer to that is, 
well, if you can have a 50 to $100 million revenue stream from an investment like that, after five or eight years or nine years or whatever it is with operations, all the revenue is going to conservation and you're, you're raising billions of dollars over time for conservation and for mm-hmm. policy. So this creates an economic engine you know, that can be diverted towards the actual issue of conservation and, and, and combating climate change. I mean, of course, the bigger, the bigger uh, impact in, in theory should be that it reminds everybody that this, uh, this era has to come to a close or we all face, you know, some sort of horrific extinction. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that this is used as a, as a tool for education. Yeah. Well, Dustin, good luck with it. I am, uh, I'm going to be following it pretty closely. Uh, me too. <laughs> Thanks for having me come out here to Pioneer Works. No, thank you. There you have it. The bridge would be the most ambitious piece of sculpture of the modern age. And if Dustin is right, it will act as a beacon of hope that humanity can indeed combat global warming and climate change. It's hard not to root for him. Thanks for listening to The Exchange. This podcast was produced by Freddie Joyner. And if you haven't already, please sign up on iTunes and anywhere else you satisfy your audio cravings for The Exchange, The Views Room, and other Reuters podcasts. You can also check us out at BreakingViews.com and on Twitter at BreakingViews and at Rob1Cox. Thanks for tuning in and adios. Adios.